everyone, and welcome back. Uh, this is your host, Elizabeth Ruggiero, and today I will be comparing the short story Markheim by Robert Louis Stevenson to the novel Frankenstein, written by Mary Shelley. A little background on Frankenstein. Frankenstein is a tale of a great tragedy. Victor loves science. He has always been so curious about lightning. And so when he goes to college, he decides to create a creature. Now, the creature is born and he ruins Victor's life. The creature decides that he wants to make Victor pay for leaving him alone, fatherless. And so the creature decides to kill all of Victor's loved ones. And uh, Victor ultimately becomes depressed by guilt and he dies so now i will be jumping into similarities between both texts one of the first uh kind of minor similarities that i noticed was that they both suffer from some sort of mental illness as i mentioned in the previous episode markheim sees the visitor however the visitor isn't real he's only a figment of Markheim's ma- imagination. He is an illusion inside of his head. Uh, Victor, however, suffers from severe crippling depression. He has a major depressive disorder, which ultimately prompts him to want to kill himself. And it just, uh, it takes over his mental health and body and his brain. And it's just not things don't look up for Frankenstein. I also noticed that they both confront the supernatural. The supernatural is a big theme in or a big part of Gothic novels. And so the fact that they both confront the supernatural is super, super huge and super big. Every Gothic novel or almost every Gothic novel has this sort of supernatural element, except in this one, it prompts for you to think about the theme nature versus unnatural. And the supernatural elements in these two work works differently, definitely show it. Um, they both confront the supernatural in some way in which they show a struggle. Victor was contemplating on whether or not to talk to the creature that he created. He already cursed, caused so much turmoil. However, the monster has convinced Victor to listen to his story. Victor describes the situation telling the reader, but I consented to listen and seating myself by the fire, which my odious companion had lighted, he thus began his story. Shelley 64. He confronts the monster, which contributes to the understanding of nature versus unnatural. The monster and Victor were almost like a battle, and they were both able to put aside their differences and grievances to have a civil conversation. No matter how horrible things sound supernatural or not, they'll be able to set aside horrible things and have a chat no matter what. Which leads me to think about Markheim. Markheim also confronted the supernatural element. No matter how scared or freaked out Markheim was, he froze to chat with the hallucination in his head. The narrator describes, but when a face was thrust through the doorway, glanced around the room, looked at him, nodded and smiled as if in a friendly recognition, 
and then withdrew again, and the door closed behind it. His fear broke loose from his control in a hoarse cry. Stevenson 10. Markheim does not run. He cries, but he doesn't run. The short story revolves around Markheim's horrible murder that he has committed and his conversation with this figment of his imagination. While battling with his mind, he was able to confront the supernatural as well, having a chat with the visitor. It contributes to the fact that the protagonist is struggling with this thing before him, putting aside his fears to have a conversation. It prompts the reader to think that if this is really truly a person inside of his head, which contributes to the eerie gothic feel of the novel. No matter how scared out of his mind he was, Markheim did not run away. He cried, which perfectly reads me and leads me into my next segment. The way that the protagonists in their stories react to the monsters differs greatly. Vicky's way of dealing with his creature that he created was to just, to just simply run away. He is so happy for a moment that he has created this thing out of electricity. However, in a moment's flash, that excitement is washed away and replaced with fear. Victor describes this moment saying, Unable to endure the aspect of the being that I created, I rushed out of the room. Shelley 30. He was unable to stay there in that lab due to his impending fear. The final sort of gothic detail that I would like to point out to you all is that both characters were isolated from the rest of the people. Victor was alone for the greater part of his two years at college. He neglected to go outside. He did not even call his family or his friends. This is what ultimately causes him to slip into depression. Markheim was alone and isolated when he killed the clerk. People around him would have prompted him to stop what he was doing. But alas, he kills the clerk, which leads to the conversation with the visitor. As previously stated in this episode, Markheim stays to chat with the visitor. Instead of finding a way out of the shop after hearing footsteps and a hand on the doorknob, his fear does not stop him. Heart pounding, clocks ticking, Markheim decides to stay in search of the clerk's money, unknowing of what or who would walk through the door. It also prompts the reader to think about the importance of weather in these two works of literature. Every time the creature appeared in Frankenstein, the setting in the novel was pouring rain and lightning. First, lightning was the occurrence that prompted Victor to even think about creating the creature. Then it was raining when the creature came to life. When Victor went home to tend to his family after his little brother's death, lightning occurred. At that point in the novel, you may assume that whenever it seems to be lightning outside, the creature will appear. Rain and lightning pertain to the supernatural in this book, just like it does in Markheim. The weather in Markheim is said to be pouring rain when he kills Clark. On page 9 of Stevenson's story, the narrator remarks, So loud was the beating of the rain through all the house that in Markheim's ears, it began to be distinguished into many different sounds. Footsteps and sighs, the tread of regiments marching in the distance, the clink of money in the counting, and the creaking of doors held stealthily in the jar, 
appeared to mingle with the raindrops upon the roof and the gushing of the water in the pipe. If you've been following along, you may have guessed that at some point after that description, the visitor would appear. Well, you have guessed right, and for on the next page, the visitor arrives, ready to wreak havoc and play tricks on Markheim's mind. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.